it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I am your host. As always, this week we feature comedian Claire Sunby from right here in Chicago, which is where I am going to be for a little bit. Uh, I've been traveling a lot, um, but uh, I'm back in Chicago. You can catch me this week at the Comedy Bar, Laugh Factory, and Zanies, all trifecta of Chicago comedy clubs, right? Also, I'll be at Potawatomi Casino with Joe Mackey on Saturday, March 12th, then back in Florida for some shows at the Innings Festival as part of the Off the Mound with Ryan Dempster. Check that out. If you're in the Tampa area, also doing a show at Sidesbillers in Tampa, one of my favorite new clubs. I'll be in McCurdy's in Sarasota and uh, various shows in March. Check out my website, paulfcomedy.com for upcoming dates. If you want to get a shirt at the shows, I've got some new colors I'm debuting in March. Super excited about those uh, you can email me at pfarvargmail.com or get them at the website paulfcomedy.com. The shirts you buy from me, all the money goes to Parkinson's Foundation, which is a good cause near and dear to me. Um, Yeah, that's about it. How's everyone else doing? You guys good? I'm good. Yeah, you know, ups and downs, how it always is. Um. Email me your thoughts on possible guests. If you have friends or people you think would be great for the show, pfarvargmail.com. Also, let me know your thoughts on uh, the new stuff we've got coming up. And also, 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 subscribe, review, tell your friends, share, and check out our sponsors. As some of you know, I am a germaphobe. I never leave my home without my sanitizer. And... I'm also admitted hand sanitizer snob. I need the good smelling stuff, period. During the pandemic, I, like all of you, suffered through countless hand sanitizers, which smelled like tequila and diaper rash. Not to mention the sticky feeling some left while others would just stay slippery on your hands, no matter how little you used. Everyone hoarded the good stuff. Well, I finally discovered my match. And it's not just the good stuff. It's the best stuff. Emu hand sanitizer, the only hand sanitizer that feels good, smells good, and does good. With various smell flavors to choose from, lemongrass, mint, ocean air, orange blossom, and my favorite, watermelon. Emu ends the days of horrible sanitizers with sticky or slippery residue. It actually smells amazing. I am not kidding you. I actually look forward to using it after shaking hands with people after shows or touching microphones from all these dirty comedians. Best of all, the bottles are TSA approved, so I can travel with them. And Emo gives back with every bottle. They give a percentage of their net profits to COVID research. So Emu is the way to go. Check it out today, sprayemu.com, or go to their Instagram at sprayemu. Use singles only promo code for your discount today. Emu sanitizer. You will love it. Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I am your host as always. No voice of reason. We don't need it. I'm reasonable. Tonight we have a guest in person here in Chicago. Very funny young comedian. Just graduated high school today. <laughs> Hilarious Claire Sunby. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. 
Hi, Claire. Hi, Paul. So we were talking before the podcast, and I was under the impression that you ran a show at the Comedy Bar, and you were the host. (laughs) Because I brought my nephew to a show, and I remember I saw your set, and he's like, "We were both like, I thought you were. I really thought you were like in high school." I was oh my like, because you look young. People you'll see, she's very young looking, although she's 42. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and my nephew's 16. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, you can. We can vibe. You can vibe with my <laughs> young little nephew when he gets a little older. And then turns out you're like way older. So, yeah. I, I was really disappointed. I cannot vibe with your nephew. Yeah. Well, you were talking, you, you said some filthy things that came out of your mouth. Naturally. Um, and uh, and uh, I was like, oh. This is interesting. So, but anyway, that's what I remember. That's how I me- remember meeting you. That's how I want to be remembered. Yeah. It's like, oh, she's so You had little. a great set. Thank you. I remember that. And I was like, oh, she's funny. And then I we did a show or we were somewhere to go. Oh. House of Blues. We well, had- I didn't get to see your set there, yeah. set there did I? Um, no, you didn't. I had to leave to go to another show. That was right after COVID, the second time. And then you were kind enough to run lines with me for a part uh, that I didn't get. So oh, that's your fault. 100% on me. Yeah. yeah. You were definitely an art art kid or like an art or a what, theater kid. Theater kid. Yeah, for sure. I, that's what either you talk about on stage or I was like, I saw you at Lincoln Lodge. I needed to run lines. I'm like this broad. Yeah. I didn't know stuff. how you knew that. You came to me and you were like, Claire, you're an actor, right? Yeah. I, I just like, assumed. Yeah. yeah. yeah do you a, talk about it on stage? Honestly, I, I don't think I do. Then I just assumed. I have that and vibe. I was right. Yeah. You were so you were a theater kid in Yeah, full theater kid. High I got a, I went to conservatory, got a degree in theater. Where at? Uh, I went to the Chicago College of Performing Arts. Okay. Are you from Chicago originally? No, I moved here to go to that school. Okay. From where? Kansas. Kansas? Yes. Where in Kansas? Uh, Topeka? I don't know this. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, do you know the Westboro Baptist Church? I do. I grew up in the neighborhood of Westboro. Oh, so those were all your friends? Yep, besties. Really? <laughs> well, yeah, I did, did you know people? In I, there? Yeah, I like went to high school with with a lot of them. And were they like, uh, "You're going to hell"? No, they were actually like. Super, Aren't those the ones that say the? Well, yeah, I mean, like you know, you'd, you'd pass them on the street, and they would have a sign that would say like, "You're going to hell." But I also wasn't out then, so it was okay. But, yeah. oh, so, so in high school, let's 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 give people some backup. Oh yeah, so context. We're, you grew up in Topeka, Kansas. Yes. Moved here for uh, the Conservatory at Chicago yes. Theater to become an actress. Mm-hmm. Is that right so far? To become a big star, yes. And you, in high school, were gay. I think I was, I've always been gay. Okay. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. Yeah. Were you, you weren't out in high school? No, no. In Kansas, that's unheard yeah, of. Yeah, for sure. But you were, you were experiencing... Gay relationships? <laughs> I don't know how to say You're this. really good at this. Were you fucking other chicks? What do you want Was me to I say? Was scissoring in Kansas? Yeah. <laughs> Were you in high school? No, no, no. Okay. I, I didn't date anybody. I didn't do anything. Guys or girls? No, I didn't date anybody. I didn't do anything sexual. Okay. I was so in the closet that it just wasn't even on my radar until I moved to Chicago. And then I was like, oh, that's right. I'm, I'm gay. Okay. So you knew you were gay in high school? Um, that's kind of like a difficult question to answer because I feel like I definitely knew, but I repressed it pretty deeply as kind of like a self-preservation tactic. Did you grow up in a religious family? Yeah, I went to a very strict Catholic school growing up. Um, church every Sunday? Um, no, not really. My family wasn't like we have to go to church, but the school that I went to was 
very, you know, very vocally against that quote unquote lifestyle. Okay. And there just weren't really gay people around, you know, there was such Or at least out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was such stigma around it. And I really think that I just, for self-preservation purposes, a part of my brain was like, okay, Claire, you're gay, but we do not have the space (laughs) to deal with this in this time and place. So let's put this away until you're mature enough. And then when I was 19 in Chicago, I was like, oh, that's right. That's right. I'm gay. <laughs> were you, how many people were in your high school? Or you like graduated? 200. Okay. That's a big school. something around Did they there? have a theater program? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you were in that? Our theater program was like pretty big, actually. Okay. Yeah. It was a, because our sports teams totally sucked. Okay. When I went there. So, like, the cool kids did theater. Like, I was homecoming queen and I really did theater. Okay. But were you. Did anyone come out at all when you were in high yes, school? Yes. Yeah. I okay. had. I had. And did that go poorly? I assume for them. I mean, it was kind of like an unspoken thing that didn't really wasn't really talked about, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I knew a lot of guys that were gay, but really no no women that were gay. Right. Okay. And well, from theater, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I think it's different now than when I went to high school in the thirties. Eighteen thirties. There were no. There were no. Um, nobody was out in my uh, in high school or in college. A couple of people in my fraternity were gay, but they were they were closeted. Mm-hmm. But in your generation, it's like yeah, you know, most yeah. people are gay now. It's like so not it's, a big deal. It's actually cooler. I was talking to someone who said their kids. Um, in high school in the west suburbs of chicago it's like it's cooler to be a to be uh gay or or bisexual Mm -hmm. than just straight it's so weird because it's like that's definitely that was my experience when i came out in chicago all my friends at theater school were like i was like revered for it you know i was like more loved for that but then at the same time was i was experiencing the polar opposite of that in kansas right you know, so I've seen it's two different worlds. I, I, I was experiencing it both at the same time. Okay, so you get to you get to Chicago. Yes, you find your people, mm-hmm. and what happens then? What was so? Were you a virgin in high school? I take it. Oh, such a virgin! No guys even asked you out, or I. Here's the thing. In hindsight, I think I went on dates, but I was too naive to realize to they realize were dates. To realize there were dates. Yeah. Oh, so guys would ask you to movies. And, and yeah, just... and then I'd go and then I'd, you know, they'd walk me to the door and I'd be like, I had a great time. Bye. And then run away. And then I would. Yeah. And so you didn't even kiss a boy in high school. Uh, No, I. Uh, or homecoming. You were homecoming think, queen. I was homecoming queen. I'm trying to think. I know I kissed like a few boys and then afterwards I was always like, I'm so sorry. Please don't think I'm a bitch, but I don't want to do that again. So they, you didn't get past first base in high school, fair to say? Yeah. No, I did not. Okay. I did not. And then you get to college. Yes. And your first real physical uh, uh, sexual experience is with a woman? or a man? Okay. So I come to college. First week, kickoff week, freshman year, I start casually dating this guy. Okay. Um, and we really didn't do anything Okay. Oh, sorry. We really didn't do anything sexual. Um, he's a very good friend of mine now. Okay. And when I like called, he him, was straight. Yes, okay. he is. Yeah. When I called him and told him that I was gay, he was like, oh, "Thank God, Claire, because I have just been <laughs> trying to figure <laughs> it out." Yeah, he was like, "I have been beating myself up for so long about that. Like, we'd be trying to do something sexual, and he was so sweet. He never like pressured me, but he'd always be like, Claire, I feel like you're not into this.' And I'd mm-hmm. be like, "No, no, no, like." 
This is great. Gotcha. Yeah, but we, I mean, our relationship was more of like going on really fun dates and we had like a but really But no physical, good, con- no physical I mean, we would like, intimacy. No, no, not really. No. no over the pants hand jobs or anything like that? I, I'm honestly <laughs> trying to remember. How can it be this long? You were just, this is like six months ago for you, right? Like, <laughs> shut up, shut up. I mean, I like know we, just like, we like made out and okay. stuff and like. But yeah, there was no like nothing, nothing like significant. Yeah, nothing significant. Fair. But yeah, my first time like having sex and like doing the touch and mm. genitals was with a woman. Okay. And that was how old were you? Awesome. I, I was I was nineteen. Okay. Yeah, that was summer after my freshman year of college. So that's here in Chicago. No, no, it was oh. in. Can- that's the crazy what? thing is, it was in Kansas. So how, okay, so you go home for yes, I go home summers after my first year of college and everyone in my life is like oh my gosh Claire you're so different after being a year spending a year in Chicago how are you different where did you change Um, your hair I I yeah I got a haircut (laughs) (laughs) no I I just think I had a lot more confidence and you know and I also grew an inch too yeah mm -hmm, yeah (laughs) no I my 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 adult teeth came in yeah I, (laughs) I I like dressed more like a woman like in high school I like was wore super baggy clothes. I never wanted to be seen as like. Were you s- same looking now? You weren't like a fat kid or anything like that. No, I wasn't a fat kid. Okay. No, but um, yeah, I came back and then um, dressed like a woman from the big city. Yeah, I was a hot woman the from the big city, city that yeah. posted about Bernie Sanders on Facebook. Oh and, dear, yeah. You know, like wore lots of eyeliner, <laughs> and so I kind of embraced that and was like, yeah, I am different. And then I was working at a restaurant, and my boss was like a total butch lesbian. Mm-hmm. And that's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's That's like, your thing. <laughs> I wouldn't say I have a type, but it was my first time like being around someone so... How old was this? Uh... She was like, oh, I want to say like 24, Oh, maybe? younger, Like 24, okay. 25. I was picturing someone like 50. I was like, oh, no. this isn't going to go wrong. <laughs> I wish, yeah. <laughs> and we met, and it was like instant chemistry. Okay. It was like, I met her, and I was like, I am, you ever meet someone, and you're like, we're going to fuck. Uh-huh. There's literally no, and I, I wasn't like looking for a relationship, but we started fucking. The and summer of 69, and yeah, hell yeah. summer of scissoring. Summer of scissoring. Um. How long? How long were you uh, dating her? Just for the summer, and then okay. I went back to Chicago and keep that relationship going, or no? Um, it was kind of like we never really talked we knew, about. You guys our, both knew it was a summer fling. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I I think so. It was kind of confusing because I had gone into it thinking that we both were on that same page, and then she made a few comments about coming up to visit me at one point, and I was like, oh shit, does she think that we're oh, in this for the? She life? never came then. Or did she? No, then I moved back to Chicago and I called her after a few weeks of being here and I was like, I just don't see how this could, how this could last. You know, I'm going to, I'm never going to move back home. I, and you know, and especially because the college program I was in was so grueling. I was like, I just, there's no way. And it was a really easy breakup. There was, you know, it it was a summer fling. Okay. So you get back to Chicago, you lose your virginity to... This butch woman from Topeka, Kansas, that you Hot. met at Applebee's. <laughs> no, I can't it. say the name of the restaurant because it's like. Is a, it a chain? No. Oh, the, no. The, the, Kansas has non-chain restaurants. It was like a. Don't local, say what it is. Yeah, yeah I won't. It was okay. like a local restaurant that's now out of business. Oh no! So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So we don't want to give them a plug. Yeah. They, no, the boss was like not happy about us. Oh really? Yeah. Well, it's out of business. Fuck. I know. Em. So you come back. You're in this grueling schedule of you know just scene after scene after scene. You know scene. how it goes. Yeah. I don't know. My my uh, acting was the conservatory at the Second City, which was 
Oh, not grueling at okay. all. But I wasn't a theater kid. I was the cool kid. So. Oh, right, right. I can tell from the way you gel your hair now. <laughs> it's not gel. It's clay. But yes, it's very good. I'm nothing without my hair. So 19, you come back. You have your grueling schedule of theater. At that point, I was 20. 20, I'm sorry. Back. And what happens then? You're, you know you're out. Yeah, you're, so I'm a sophomore in college at that point. Does your family know you're, that they came out? When, yes, that you yes. Came? I had to come out when I was living at home. When you came back that summer. Yes, that okay. summer. And they were okay with it? <laughs> no. No? no. Oh, no. No. Uh, my, uh, it was parents just. Parents still together? Yeah, my parents are still together. Okay. I mean, my mom was just shocked. She did not see it coming. Really? No, not at all. Hmm. I mean, my dad was kind of just like, shrug. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't really think much of it. Do you have brothers and um, sisters? Yeah. Yeah. My siblings were as cool as you could expect. You know, it, it's kind of no one really knows what to say in a situation like that you know there's really no like right thing to say but I felt pretty just like embarrassed about the whole thing with talking to my family about it yeah well it's also weird it's like an embarrassing all all sexual or sexual orientation all conversations that's with everybody I think Mm -hmm. I think it's especially hard in Kansas if you for sure have religious parents and I know that my parents or you know my mom was worried about what people would think and because at that time I know it was only like five years ago but that was like a a pretty big thing in that time and place So there was definitely some some family drama around okay. it, and then I lost a lot of friends in Kansas from the too. Westboro Baptists. <laughs> no, uh, Did they come to your door with signs. <laughs> I wish <laughs> the drama. <laughs> I would love for those that. of you who don't know Westboro, um, the Baptist church there are the evil people that when someone dies, they go to the to the funerals and mm-hmm. they put the signs that say fags are going to hell and yeah. shit like that i mean it's insanity and if you have time go watch the foo fighters response to it dave Grohl did something mm-hmm. hilarious and burned them which is how you that's how you deal with shit like i will that. say one of the girls that i knew in high school from that church has left now and she's like super cool so it's so sad to see the kids that are dragged yeah, they're totally there. brainwashed they're, oh, you see these little kids with their hateful parents and you're yeah. like what the fuck it's, why it's are you sad. so mad Anyway, that's it's nurture, not nature. So, um, it's na- yeah. Well, we can agree to disagree. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I don't have a strong. I was just trying let's to debate. <laughs> Gay's not real. Um, no, I'm kidding. So, twenty years old, yes. you're back in sh- the big city, the windy city, and you're have your grueling schedule. What happens next? You you're all in on the gay. Yeah, I'm like I'm gay, everybody, and uh. Everyone Start was like, dating. You know, it's theater school, so everyone's like, "We are too." You know, yeah, they're like, so what? <laughs> yeah, Claire, they're like, you know, you throw a stone down a hallway and you'll hit three gay people. Okay, uh, everyone's gay. So I, I mean, I really enjoyed being single at that time, partying it up, and then I did have another girlfriend that year. Okay, how um, long did that last? Um, it was kind of a weird thing because we were like hooking up, and she like wasn't out of the closet yet. And, you know, and she was very much like, I don't like girls, but I like you. And I was like, I don't know if I want to get in this, but it was like hooking up for a while, pretty casual. And then it did become a relationship. Okay. So, yeah. And how long did that last? Ish. I mean, the relationship only lasted once again, a summer. Okay. Yeah. That's your summer. You're a summer girl. I'm a summer fling girl for sure. Fair. So then you're, what happens next? Did you stay gay? (laughs) 
Well, um, I know how this story ends. Yeah, you do, you do. You I'm know, you letting know the people tea. go on the timeline. Okay, line. so so yes, I, me and my girlfriend number two, girlfriend number two, we break up. Uh, was she also a butch type no, thing? No, so you're all over like the that, place. She was like, looked like me, basically, okay. especially in body type. Okay. And when we would go out, no one would think that we were a couple. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, and then I was single for the rest of college until right before my senior year, I got in my first serious relationship. And I was with this girl for two years. We lived together. Um, two years is a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We were together for a long time. Um, totally thought we were going to get married. It was like end game. She came to Kansas with me, met the family. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It was a big deal. She was um, eight or nine, eight years older than me. So it was. Okay. Yeah. Then what happened? Okay. So then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's. So she's eight or nine. You, how did you meet her? We met actually doing a uh, sketch show at Second City together. Okay. Where she played my mom. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, big age gap. Big age okay. gap. Okay. Does she look older than you? Yeah. Well, it must be especially weird because you look so young. I, I know. Assume. Yeah. When we would go out, I feel like people would card her just to be like, what's the relationship? <laughs> <laughs> what could it possibly be? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Fair. So, yeah, we dated for two years. Two years. Okay. So that was like all of my senior year and then the year of quarantine. Okay. And then we broke up uh, this past summer. Okay. Yeah. So it was like end of July. Fair. Yeah. Then what happened? Okay. So <laughs> so then we broke up and I went through like a weird, messy period that I sh- I'm sure you can relate to, Paul. I don't but, know where this is going. Okay. But so yeah, maybe. we broke up and honestly, like I'll say it, the relationship I was in was super unhealthy, super toxic. She was not she was very codependent. Like I really lost a lot of my independence and like, I couldn't really see my friends. It was just like a really bad experience for me. So I came out of it just really feeling this urge to be chaotic and try new things and kind of just figure out who I am again. Cause I felt like I really lost that in the relationship. So I tried fucking men <laughs> for okay. a while. I was like, Claire, let's not I was like, I don't want to go through life feeling like I've closed any doors to myself. That so maybe... you're 23 at this time? 22, 23? No, I had I was 24. 24, this was, okay. This was this, this end of summer. You fall. realize, by the way, you're 25 now. No, I'm 24 now. 24 now. <laughs> even worse. Your brain hasn't even formed yet. I know. Thank God. So like in a year when I have you on here, who knows what the fuck's going to happen. Exactly. This is like This is just a little piece for a capsule for you. When you mm-hmm. when your brain finally comes in, I hope my brain comes in because so our brains good. don't form. Yeah. Anyway, so twenty four. Twenty four. You, you switch over to the the evil side. Yes, I don't even know what came over me. How did you meet guys? Were you going online or just? I mean, I hate to sound cocky, but they came to me. Uh, I really I didn't have that. to. Yeah. I, I think a lot of men have like a weird fetish for wanting to fuck a lesbian. Okay, that is totally a thing. Uh, I think that, yeah, I think there's something to be said about trying to convert, uh, a lesbian. Yeah. So I've I, definitely been there and I've also switched them back. So it's all you? Good. I've been on both sides of hey. that fence. Hell yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So I, you know, I had my, a few months of that, those experiences. Okay. And this was happening, uh, did you date any? No. Males oh my God, just no. having sex with them? No. And I, I, you know, was like, I don't want to date you. I don't want to even, I don't want you to 
do or say anything so that would kick, be... you'd have the sex and just kick him out like beat it i mean i was like friendly i guess. i mean i don't know it kind of depends on the experience or vibe and but i think so you lost your so the first man you were with was um you lost your virginity at 19 yes with a woman yes you lost your male virginity at 24 24 okay yes. yeah and then how many um so how how many months were you like that where you were like okay where i was mm, dipping my toe in the dick pond uh-huh uh i guess only like three months okay maybe yeah two or three months and at this time i also was like drinking a lot partying really hard it was like when i look back on it i'm like that was my wild period oh for just three months for just three months because i went i'm telling it? you paul oh, i went cute. i went that hard that i for three months i lost brain cells I am stupider uh, now. We all lose brain cells for like, years. It I can't happens. even speak to a lot of these sexual experiences because I was so fucked up. I'm like, I don't even. That's not safe really or healthy. Remember. Oh, no. no, absolutely not. Hey, gang. I'm excited to tell you about this new dating app. This is a dating app that's different than any other dating app I've ever talked about on this podcast. It's called Posse Global. It's a dating app created for groups of friends. See, back in the day, you would go to bars with your friends and you'd meet a group of other friends and magic would ensue for one or two of you. Or even before that, I was in a fraternity. We'd go out to sorority mixers and the groups would meet up and one or two people would have magic nights or magic lives. That's just how it worked. Well, guess what? That's what this app does. It creates all that magic and more. It helps create plans easier for you and your friends to connect with others, not only locally, but globally. Here's how it works. First, you create an individual profile. You guys have known how to do this on all the other dating apps. There's no difference. The difference comes when you create a posse profile. Yep, that's right. You create a posse profile. It could be a posse of you and your college friends. It could be a posse of you and your colleagues at work or your high school friends. You can be in as many posses as you want. You create these posses. It can be you and three people or you and 30 people. Then you see the feed. You see other posses you might want to hang out with. The other features that are so cool are destination features and the beacon feature and the group messaging feature. I don't have time to go into details about this, but I can tell you a little about it. Say you're going to the Indy 500 with you and your friends or you and your posse, and you see, hey, there's another group called Fighting Illini 69 that's going there too. They sound like fun. You can make plans with them to meet up there with them at the Indy 500. Or you can use the beacon feature when you're there if you're not hanging out or if not feeling that fighting Align 969 and see what other groups are there because the beacon feature shows you the interactive map that allows you to see who else is in your area or other destinations that you may be going to. And you can group message them to decide if you're going to meet them. Look, there's so many cool things that I just don't have time to tell you about in this small, short commercial. What I can tell you is Download Posse Global, show me that you did, create a profile, create an individual profile and a Posse profile, email it to me and I'll make sure you get some awesome Posse swag while supplies last. Trust me when I tell you this app is the future. Posse Global, download it today. You are welcome. So after this three-month binge of dicks... (laughs) 
What did you decide? <laughs> did you go my back to dick binge. Did you like I'm done with my dick my dick <laughs> my dick period? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. My dick period. Um <laughs> or are you confused now? Or are you okay, both? Here's or? how I here's how I feel about it. The older I get, the less I subscribe to the idea of labels for sexualities and that's for me personally like other people you know feel super empowered and comfortable in a label and i know that i have i feel way more natural way more comfortable way more right in being with a woman okay that just feels like i've never second guessed that that just feels natural to me and in my experiences with men it doesn't feel like that it doesn't feel ever it it hasn't felt like it's felt forced, you know, it's felt like, well, you were also were, correct me if I'm wrong. Were you drunk during all your male relationships? Um, I think there was once where okay. it was like the morning after. Okay. So I guess so I was kind of coherently. Sober. <laughs> yeah. But sober. Fine. Um, yeah, but with women though, you're having sex without alcohol. I don't, or yeah. Drugs? I don't need any okay. of that. You know, so that makes sense. Yeah. But that being said, so it's like, if someone were to ask me my sexual orientation right now, I'd be like, I'm, I'm queer. You know, I don't really feel the need because that, that feels more open ended sure. to me. And do I want to ever date a man? No, absolutely not. That's I would never go on a date with a man. I would feel so uncomfortable. But if I'm like drunk in a bar, maybe I'd make out with a guy. That's okay. where I'm at. Sexual orientation. wise. What about um, the sex with men? Did that feel <laughs> uncomfortable or were you like, uh this feels good. I wonder. I wish there was a woman doing this. <laughs> um, there is like one, <laughs> one of the experiences I can think of where I was like, my internal monologue while it was happening was like, oh, okay, this this time it's this time it's okay. Okay. But that was one out of like. <laughs> Do the guys that you were hooking up with know that you were? Uh were gay and they were like trying to they were like getting off on it or was it like God, you just kind of kept it no i mean they all knew i was like yeah i'm I, i'm trying being with men that was like a pretty fair i was pretty open about it you know that i was like i have just started trying this yeah and then so then you just went back to you're like i'm not doing this again or you you'll kiss a guy at a bar if i was at a bar but what if they were like <laughs> let's go home and they were like what like they were attractive to you physically at this you probably point, would still do it no just because i'd had so many experiences with men that were like uncomfortable mm-hmm. in the way they treated me that i don't treated trust. you after you mean mm-hmm. or during during okay that i i don't feel comfortable or safe Right. Ever putting myself in that position And that hasn't again. happened with women? No, never. Okay. You know, I just, if it was like a guy that I like knew really well and and the vibes were there, then like, and I trusted him, then like, mm, no, I'm, I'm not going to like hypothetically say no to that situation sure. if it were to happen, but I would never go home with a guy that I just met ever again. Okay. And did you, um, do you want to have kids someday? <laughs> um... No. Okay. No. Why? Why did you hesitate? Because I thought about it. Oh, <laughs> <I> had, <laughs> well, you're too young to I even. I literally know. Your hadn't. Your brain's not formed yet. Yeah, I, I'm still stupid. I literally hadn't thought about it in so long. If you if you took all the, <laughs> do you okay? So we we'll get to the women part in a second, but okay. for the guys that you were attracted to enough to make out with at a bar and you talk about, do you have a type where they 
look the same or are they something about their persona or what makes you want to kiss a guy? Alcohol. What's that? Alcohol. Well, I mean, there's got to be. I mean, there's. Um, if you're drunk, yeah, there's yeah. 50 fucking guys at a bar. There must be one thing that. I mean, that, I, I, I've never that, been someone that's like super attracted to the physical attributes of a person. And it's always vibes for me. Okay. So what is it about a vibe? If you're like, oh, this guy looks like he likes Shakespeare. Mm, I, I mean, honestly, people that are like funny, but kind of in like a dickish way. Okay dickish way okay so yeah. you want like like a mark Marin type guy i don't know who that is it's probably an old <laughs> reference he's a fucking podcaster oh. from what the fuck it's I like i only the best listen podca- to your podcast oh cute i don't want to anyway compete. so a dickish funny <laughs> comedian fair that's and, and almost every stand-up seems, comic yeah yeah basically okay so you hooked up with stand-up comedians i know yes and and are you gonna do that again no good girl <laughs> what what was it because um you're around them all the time now that you do stand-up comedy or was it that like, yeah that was my social circle that okay. was that's literally the reason and why. i've seen you at the bars at the comedy club bars and uh like that's where you're hanging out yeah that's like my total social setting right now and all of my friends from college are gays so well what about you have you hooked up with a female comic no. Okay. No, and I wouldn't do that because that would mean something to me. Fair. So with guys, <laughs> it's just like it's more of like a physical. Uh, well, I don't even know if it's yeah, physical that's the with thing. You. It's such like, a fucked up situation. It's such a, there's so many different variables to it in terms of like also when you factor in being drunk and then being a, being attracted to someone's like comedy and you know because there were people where I was like oh my god like this guy's so funny and I'm just like so in awe of how funny he is but and it I'm turns sure, you on physically that they're so funny uh, that's such a hard question to answer mm-hmm. mostly because it just felt I, I mean t- I've heard that I've yeah, heard women but, say that mm-hmm. their comedy turns someone on yeah they, I mean for be, sure. like there's so many ugly comedians that are picking picking up uh, women way out of their league yeah, I'm definitely attracted why. to people that are that have like a confidence and like humor to them. Were the women that you dated were they funny, or were you the funny? Two one? out of three were funny, okay. but I was always funnier. So you don't, you're all over the place. You yeah. don't have a type. What about with the women? Are they they all look? They don't look all the same. No, you said they you all dated look a butch so different. You dated yeah, an attractive. That's like why a, I'm single now. I need to I need to figure it out. Are you tr- okay? Have you gone on a date with a woman recently? No, no, I have not. Why not? Gone on any dates since my breakup. Why not? Ugh. That was a that was a <laughs> summer. Su- yes, this that, last that was summer? this summer. So we're in winter now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We're in the winter. Well, I had my dick period, so that you did has, have your dick period. <laughs> that has come and passed, and I I feel like I'm really taking the time to reflect upon the period of dick and the really. <laughs> It's so funny. If someone tunes in late, they're gonna be like, "Wait, a dick <laughs> period? How so does that work?" Funny to me. Whose blood is coming out of their dick? Go ahead. Especially because, oh, sorry, I touched the mic. You're fine. Um, I just needed to touch something that felt like a dick. So I'm gonna <laughs> touch you guys need to see so her. She's like scared of the microphone because it looks like a dick. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, but I feel like the dick period came so fast after I can't. I can't, I can't say oh dear this. God! This turned into a pun. <laughs> I wasn't even trying. I know. <laughs> but it came so fast and so hard. <laughs> it came so fast and hard that you're like, I don't know what to do. But now so I'm messy. like, oh, God, I need to gird my loins and <laughs> reflect a little bit. But I also just feel like I 
was so quick and eager to be with other people after my huge relationship ended that I didn't take the time to be alone and really, you know, I was looking for all the wrong things in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of, I've kind of given myself a timeout, like an, an imposed, you're not allowed to have sex. You're not allowed to go on dates for the next few months okay. uh, until I really feel like I would be doing it not to like, s not to fill some void hole or hole yeah. physically or <laughs> spiritually or whatever. What, what is it that uh, would pull you out of that? Are, are, have you gone online to try to meet people? Ugh, when I've been like really drunk, I've made a Tinder. Okay. Uh, Ugh, not my thing not my thing i've never met anyone through there i just hate it all the bios are so stupid i don't like it plus i feel like i look better in photos than i do in real life so i i'm always like oh my god they would meet me and be like put average pictures of yourself that's what on i've there. started doing yeah that's what i tell people all the time because the first impression is always the best if yeah. women put all these or men do it too they put all these great pictures of them. And you're like, why are you doing that? You're setting this unreal yeah. expectation. I put like pictures where I have fucking double chins in a picture. <laughs> I have a picture of me as a child with a mullet. I'm like, this is. Then when you meet them, like They're I went like, on a oh. date recently, like, holy shit, you look way better. And it's like you're already in the plus. No, it's you're already right. The yeah. But anyway, so there's other apps too. Bumble. There's t there's Hinge. <sighs> all that shit. I don't want to do the apps. No. Why? Ugh, I just. Mm. I, I you can just have wanna... a connection with these people that you can keep as like almost a pen pal in a way. I don't even know what to ready. say to people on those apps. Just say hi <laughs> and then see where it goes. I'm so you bad have at stories it. to tell people. You can be like, well, I grew up in. You might meet someone else that was fucking from Kansas that moved here, and you're like, oh my god, do you remember that restaurant? And then yeah. you guys will be like, oh my god, that girl that worked there was so hot. You're like, I dated her, and then pff, you got a fucking then, yeah, story connection. I don't know. I mean, it's not on my radar right now, but okay. I will say I would prefer to meet someone in person in the old fashioned. How are you going to do that? Because you're only the re <laughs> reason I say that is you're at comedy shows and comedy clubs yes. every day. Yeah, can't fuck other comedians. No. So you can date like comedy adjacent people, like the sound guy and <clears throat> the bartender. Or I'm not going to date the sound guy. Okay, or sound girl. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Okay. Well, when he, so you dated that woman for two years. Yes. And it's been six months. So that's the the morning period is over. You had your oh, dick period sure. to figure out that we you are definitely gay. Yeah, for sure. But you will make out with a guy. Drunk if, at a bar. If, yeah. If he's, uh, uh, what did you say? A, a funny dick. If he's a funny dick. Yeah. Funny dick. <laughs> Fair enough. You don't care what he looks like. What if he has like. Okay, well, I care what he looks like, okay. you know. If he's well, like, what's your, what's your, who are your celebrity crushes, men and women? Then, um, I've, you're gonna think I'm a psycho, but I've never thought about this. Okay. Well, what are the? Okay, who, okay, I know my man, my man crush. Go ahead. Hassan Piker. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's a, a Twitch streamer. He's like, oh yeah, look him up, look him up. Okay, he's, go ahead. He's a socialist, and oh dear God, <laughs> I, I I'm just, him. he's so funny and he's such a dick. And he is so smart, too. So if I was drunk at a bar and he was there, I would not have sex with him, but I would make out with him. Okay. If he was down. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, for he's sure. He's got good hair. I'll give him that. 
How old is this guy? He looks like he's 12. He's probably 12. Okay, he's don't born in 1991. He's Turkish. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was his... he was in the Young Turks. If oh, you know that. I don't. Oh. He's a socialist. Ugh. <sighs> what? Uh, I'm a I'm a Trumpy, so. Are you really? No. no. <laughs> Spread that rumor. <laughs> you give off such Trump vibes. Yeah. I, I don't I I'm pretty I'm I'm more on the left than right for sure, but mm-hmm. I'm not a Bernie fan. We'll talk about that on the on the political podcast. Please. That I, have. Yeah. I would I love getting in political debates. It's like um, my favorite thing. Yeah, I used to be in politics in a different life. I I worked Wait, really? in DC. Well oh, I know absolutely. you were a lawyer, but I didn't know you worked in politics. Both, yeah. That's what I did. Uh, I sometimes regret not <sighs> going to college for poli sci. Well, I that was my major. Really? Yeah. And uh, I worked for Barack Hussein <gasps> Obama. Shut up. <laughs> So, socialist guy. We'll get yes. to the political thing off. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> what about women? What are the types that you're attracted to women-wise? I mean, I definitely do prefer, like, a more butch woman. Okay. I mean... Are there famous people that you're attracted right to? It doesn't have to be... Well, clearly your celebrity crush isn't famous because he's a... No, I would say he's famous. Fair enough. I'm actually really surprised you've never heard of him. Hmm. He's like the number one... Call in if you've heard of uh, Hassan... Hassan Piker. Piker. Not to be confused with Hassan Minaj. Yeah, please. (laughs) I I would fuck like any of the women on Orange is the New Black. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, any, wh- I actually have like a one? thing for Emma Roberts too. Oh yeah, okay. I, she's not really she's typical, hot. typically my type, but yeah. Oh, and Cara Delevingne. I don't know who that is. Oh, she's a model. Okay, but sure. she's she's like a little more like butch. Yes, <laughs> androgynous. Androgynous would be the, the term. All right, so you're you're still going through your non dating period. Yes, I am dating myself. Okay. That's what that's I'm good. doing. That's good. That's good. And, and all my growth. friends are single right now, too. So Isn't we're really like grabbing onto that for dear life. Because we've never all been single at the same time. What about hooking up with women at bars? No, I'm not no? hooking up. Because it'll be, it'll be too meaningful? It, yes, because I cannot have... just kiss them? I cannot like, have casual sex with a woman. I just can't. You can do other stuff. You I can like just fall like, in love with them. What if you guys just make out and like touch boobs or something? <laughs> I don't know. What, yeah, I would rub boobies. What's the fr- yeah, like rub boobies with clothes on. <laughs> yeah, like, but but it's so like hot. it's it's like what you were saying earlier. Where am I going to meet these women? I mean, yeah, maybe at a show. If you talk about it on stage <laughs> and afterwards they come up to you like, hey, uh, we're going to yeah. go get some food if you no, want to come. No, that has happened. Like I did a show a week ago where like a, a, a total lesbian came up to afterwards Okay, and was like trying to get it in trying to get in there and what'd you say she was a regular at that show and i really didn't want to go there because we need numbers yes no exactly <laughs> i was like i would fuck another comedian before i'd fuck someone that is paying to come to these shows <sighs> yeah it's tough it's so a tough i was super cool about it and like but i made it clear that i wasn't interested well i don't know maybe you gotta go on a maybe you should go on a trip to like a, a gay friendly city where you can just kind of have just like rub a fun, boobies, rub <laughs> boobies, and have like your 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 <laughs> pussy period, and just be like, I'm well, ready. I to have my pussy period once a month. Well, Paul. yeah. <laughs> well done. Well, Claire, we are out of time. Wait, we went over. Oh. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't think you mind. I didn't where get can, to ask you any questions. That's not how this works. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how? Where can people find you and your upcoming shows? Uh, 
that you have that you produce or, or where they can find you oh, online? Oh, yeah. They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lil Shrimp Snack. L-I-L okay. Shrimp Snack. Okay. <laughs> And then you have uh, and shows you produce regularly. Yeah, I produce uh, at the Lincoln Lodge. The, right? Yeah, I produce No Gimmicks Needed, Comedy for Causes, and Sticks and Stones. At the Lincoln all Lodge. All at the Lincoln Lodge and uh, Cafe Mustache. Yeah, I, then I co-produce uh, Late Night Dynamite at Cafe Mustache. Awesome. And then I run the open mic at the Annoyance Theater. Awesome. awesome. Which you these are all in Chicago. Coming by the way. to. I did. Yeah. Well. Thanks, Claire Sunby, for coming on the Thank show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Okay, I know it's all fun and games. My Better Call Paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say Better Call Paul. Uh, donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Uh, PaulFComedy.com, you can get your shirt, as always. But here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to, or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own, and don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV. Call someone that really knows what they're doing, someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law, whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call. 312-627-1650. Or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro. 312-627-1650. Scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome.